0: Somebody out there got a dream Somebody out there got a dream
1: I know you got one, I know you got one When you know that you got a dream Yeah, yeah, ooh Can't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do Uh Uh-huh
2: Brian Green and also Brian on the line with our co host. Hey, it's Brian Johnson, man. How you doing over there? I know, I know yeah. uh, Ryan, you're dealing with a little cold today. Man, I'm struggling over here. Then I was sitting there trying
3: to, it's like the computer's not working. I can't even hit enter on the Facebook group. And I realized, wait a minute, the music's still playing. It's time to stop the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I am struggling. It's sick the last two days. Um, so, if during the conversation, you know, I, I, my head is stopped up. So if I stop talking, it's not that I'm taking a dramatic pause. It's really I'm just trying to perform CPR myself uh, by <laughs> shutting up and checking my breath. Uh, but definitely, man, um, we're going to IMA Trooper. We're going to make it through this thing because uh, that's just what we do, man. So definitely excited about tonight. What's going on with you, man? How's it going over there in Ann Arbor? I know we got a lot of things to be excited about in Michigan right now. sports-wise. <laughs> what's going on with you? Hey.
2: That that's man that's the big story out here in Ann Arbor. We we uh, we have some and shoot Michigan in general. We have have our uh, Wolverines that are, are sixth and O. Oh, we got the. Detroit Lions, man, that are five and zero. I had somebody today that said, you know, thank goodness we don't play the Lions this year. And I will tell you what, I've <laughs> never heard anybody say that in my whole life. That that was a first. Like we made history today. Just a wonderful, wonderful Monday night game, man. And for those of the, us who have been pulling for the Lions, you know, since the Billy Sims era, it's uh, it's, it's really exciting, man. It's just it's just good to have them win and to have uh, the Tigers are in the playoffs playing actually right now so uh so we're gonna hope that they go ahead and pull it pull through. Peter said they're gonna win that last game, I remember and, and they ended up losing, so let's hope that he's not pulling for them uh this game. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it doesn't sound like that's too too much of a good omen. How are things for you, man, other than the cold? Man, I am
3: uh other than that, I mean, you know, the Ravens are still winning. We had a bye week, so luckily uh the Titans lost, pushed us up even further, man. I, I'm definitely Excited about uh, what's going on sports-wise, but definitely um, everything else, man. It was just uh, you know, just it's a good thing. I'm, I'm excited about the show. And last week, for those who were on the edge, you heard us celebrate our one-year reunion. I mean, I mean anniversary. So tonight is technically the first show of year number two, and boy, do we have a banger lined up for this show tonight, man. So uh, we are excited about our, our guest tonight. You know, we started this kind of two-week series of uh, Hollywood Month and. You know, we call it Hollywood Month because we're talking about, uh, you know, movies, acting, media, entertainment, kind of thing. But uh, we got some people who were doing the Hollywood thing and some who were going against the grain of the Hollywood thing and still making big moves. So I'm excited about what's going on uh, tonight and who we have on the show. So uh, why don't you go ahead and, since you did all the lag work and made this thing happen, you know, why don't you let people know what's going on and who our first guest up is for us tonight?
2: Well, well, uh, Just to give a little background to those of you who might be listening on the radio and who aren't in our uh, Facebook group, um, a few weeks, a couple weeks back, uh, one of the members of our face group our facebook group posted a link for this uh this sitcom a short sitcom on youtube called the uh the misadventures of uh awkward black girl and i promise you it it was like the whole group lit up with commentary with laughter i mean people sat and they watched episodes 1 through 8 and and wasted a full day of work uh talking about that and, and and actually uh watching it and after that i mean we we were just really compelled and and just thought you know how can we how can we find out more about her? And the thing that that we really like is that, as uh, that this uh, the Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl series is doing a lot of things that that we set out to do when we started this radio program, and that's to look at the industry and um, you know that, that oftentimes is skewed towards showing negative images of us. And uh, and the, one, the the shows that get through are those that that don't don't really accurately represent what we felt were um, were representative of the people that we knew. And she's done the same thing, and you know probably tenfold. Uh, we're excited to see her on CNN, um, but but we have here today Miss Issa Rae of of uh, the Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. Are you are you on the line? Oh, oh wait a minute. There I go again. Um, gonna, uh, gonna that's
0: gonna amazing introduction. Jeez.
2: <laughs> Hello. Hello,
0: thank you so much for that introduction. That was crazy. Yes, yeah, so wow. how
2: are you? I I, I swear you, you sound exactly you, you your <laughs> character reminds me of uh of a friend of mine, Ladonna Armour, and you sound like her too. It's amazing. I almost feel like I'm talking to her. How how are you? Where where are you calling from actually tonight?
0: I'm calling from LA. I just moved into a new spot, so I'm sitting here in the living room calling you. So hey. <laughs> All right.
2: What's up? What's, what's up? I, I almost okay. wanna ask you to, to bust a freestyle for us but we'll we'll wait for that <laughs> for later. So I hope yeah, you're
3: we
0: ready.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna queue up I'm, the track
3: later, Issa, so we going to oh, definitely God, <laughs> come on
0: you guys. You guys are gonna put no, some glass like that. <laughs>
3: no, we won't do that. We won't do that. So, but, yeah, you know, before we get to the serious questions, I guess I should just kind of set the mood for the you know those who are used to watching you on the on YouTube and online since we can't really see you right now. Paint the picture for us. Are you, are you, are you like chill in your booty shorts when you're just sitting at home right now?
1: Just <laughs> trying to get the visual.
0: Absolutely, because you know my rhymes are all about that realness. So absolutely, just
2: chilling booty shorts all day, dropping it. In. Uh, well, <laughs> well, you know what, what we want to do, see. Uh, See, since we we learned about you, uh, I mean, when, I'm I'm not exaggerating when I say that people, you know, really started dropping links about what's going on with you and in your background and these different things. So, so a lot of our listeners know about you, but but what I didn't really find out is I as I saw that you went to Stanford, but you know, where are you from? You know, where, w- you know, what really kind of inspired you to get involved with film and and just kind of take us through that
0: a little bit. Okay, well, I'm originally from L.A. I was born in L.A., but I was raised in um, Senegal, West Africa, Maryland, and then L.A. again. So I've just been kind of all around the East Coast, West Coast, whatever. But I've always just, you know, throughout my childhood been a, a television junkie. And my mom used to have to, like, fight to get me away from the TV screen. You know, it was kind of sickening how much I was in front of the TV. And even, like, watching certain shows. You know, we, I don't know if you guys are the same generation, if we're all the same generation, but, you know, TGIF and SNCC, mm-hmm. like, growing up watching that, right? Um, right, I used right, to, like,
1: absolutely.
0: create different scenarios in my head, and I used to want to write for them. And I remember in the sixth grade, do you guys remember when Cosby, okay, there was Cosby show, and then Cosby had another show on A CBS? different world? No, yes. Kind of, oh, no,
1: yeah. So he, no. Show, yeah. Yeah, it
0: was just, like, Cosby yeah. on CBS, and it was short-lived, right. but... I was watching it, and I decided to like write a, a screenplay for it and send it to NBC. And this was in the sixth grade, you know, completely naive. But I just always loved to write, and um, or teleplay rather. So I, I guess throughout, like I've, I've been writing since then, and just whether whether plays or or television or film. The the movie that inspired me to actually pursue film was Love and Basketball, just because it was written by a black woman. And who lived in, or who set the the film in my neighborhood? And it wasn't about like black ghetto struggles and anybody dying or, you know, somebody being fat, obese, you know, and ugly. It was just a regular story and I loved it. And it inspired me that I, you know, that I could do the same thing.
2: And wow. that, that's sure. incredible. So, so you you talked about um, you talked about Cosby at that time, and, and actually, you know what? I think that was actually the third Cosby show. I think that yeah, he, he, he had one before that. But so that's kind of after mm-hmm. the uh, so Family Matters, and that was on when you were watching television. In terms of like black, in terms of uh, black representations on television, what what were you seeing at that time? You talked about Love and Basketball and Cosby. Was there anything else that you really gravitated towards?
0: Absolutely. Like, during the 90s, we just had so much. Um, like, television was rich with so many diverse black characters, like with The Living Single and The Martin and Fresh Prince. You know, I would watch a Fresh Prince rerun any day of the week just because it, was, it just resonates with me. It was, it was so good. And there's New York Undercover was another favorite. You know, you had a, a black cop and a Latino cop working together and right. with an amazing soundtrack. So just, yeah, all that disappeared, like, in the millennium, like all the black people disappeared off of the face of the of television. <laughs> Got
2: you. So then, so then you went to Stanford, and you uh, and so did you major in film then? Because I know you're in New York for a while, right, and doing some film stuff in New York. Or was... Uh,
1: I was,
0: yeah. Stanford, the, the, their film program was just getting started at that, at that time, so I didn't major in film. Um, so I met I met Tracy in, at Stanford, Tracy Oliver, who plays Nina on the show and produces uh-huh. it. And we decided to write a feature film together um, our sophomore year and take time off of Stanford to go to film school at New York Film Academy because Stanford's film program wasn't that that strong yet. So that's where the idea came to me. She sort of encouraged me to drop out. Well, not drop out, but stop out, take time out, and go to film school.
1: Gotcha. So let
0: me
3: ask you, so going up, I mean, moving forward now to Uh, the Awkward Black Girl series, Uh, Now I'm looking at the cast. You know, this thing has really resonated with our group. You know, and Brian kind of said before, we have almost 200 people in our Facebook group who kind of all different backgrounds, different, uh, you know, stories, nationalities. And the diversity alone of your cast and how uh, you you got a little bit of everything in there and you're touching on so many different personality types and different people, Uh, was that something that was, planned out for you? Was that something you figured that you had to do and, and, and show that diversity? That just kind of, were these people just friends of yours? How did that come about um, when you put together the group to make this series like that?
1: Um, a lot of people,
0: excuse me, a lot of people were friends of mine um, in the cast, but even if they weren't, like, that's that's just the cast that I envision, like, just a, a diverse mm-hmm. cast, um, a multicultural cast. And even when Tracy came on, she – she wanted to make sure that that was the case as well because you just don't see that, and that's that's my existence. Existence. Like right. I have a lot of um, multiracial friends. I have you know a diverse group of friends, so it just would make sense not to have it that way.
3: Great. I want to give out the number before we go on. 646-652-2647. 646-652-2647. You can call in, ask Issa a question, tell her how great. She is, whatever you want to do. I'll call, call into the show as well uh, as, as we go forward. Uh, I want to go to another question. Ether, um how, you know, Brian and I have been building this show, like you said, for a year now, and we're going to get some of the marketing and how you're using social media to really grow your brand as well. But talk to us about um, what kind of help or feedback or response you've gotten from, say, you know Stanford itself or people who kind of help make you and create you when you to go back and say, hey, here's what I'm doing. Are you getting that support from people? Or are you out there kind of like, okay, you know, are people kind of telling you calls when you make it big or, you know, what kind of responses are you getting in support are you getting uh, in your journey?
0: Well, the support has just been amazing. Like, even with you guys saying that you posted on your page and there was a discussion about it and people are actually, like, rooting for this. So that's just, you know, that's amazing. I've never seen so many people, you know, rooting for, for me to succeed ever. Um, and then it's funny that you should mention Stanford because we just, that was the first stop on our college tour last week, and we, Tracy and I, came back there to do like a Q and A panel and screen some of the episodes. And you know, they had a red carpet laid out. They had like people lining up to take pictures with us, which was just ridiculous. Like I didn't, I never would have imagined that at all. But people were asking questions and just supporting the series and asking what they could do to help and just trying to be involved in any way that they could. So, yeah, I, the the response I could ask for a, a better viewership, a better group of supporters, people who watch
2: the show. Well, you know, what, you know it's really awesome to me as well as that um, you know, you you get all the support yet you're so down to earth <laughs> still, you know. It's, it's uh, that's great and uh and I know you have uh, University of Michigan on on the tour coming up soon and uh and I'm actually in Ann Arbor, so I'll have to make sure that that I Put in an email or something to the student body because if you got a red carpet out there, you know, I I hope you could at least get a mat, you know, get you a welcome mat. <laughs> a
1: welcome
0: mat would real nice. We were really good at
1: that. <laughs> but, you know, That's like, the not- knows
0: us, so, like, you know, we're not going to hold it against Michigan if they, they, they don't have that at all. So we appreciate them these schools have to reach out to us and bring us out there. So they've taken that step, so I'm happy. So <clears throat> but yeah, right. we did not found at a welcome mat at
1: all.
3: Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we do have a caller on the line. We're going to go ahead and go to the line. Cool. Uh, we have right. the absolute, uh, the young lady that Brian alluded to, uh, your twin, LaDonna. welcome LaDonna? To the show.
0: My voice twin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: welcome
0: not to the new. show, LaDonna. It's so Funny, <laughs> he's just making that up. I'm completely not your voice twin. But I do. Oh my I God, am I talking right now? So, now you're joking. How fun! I have a funny story though. Like I, when I saw the episodes of, uh, I gotta say they're brilliant. I love them. It was the first time I've seen something that I think really speaks to uh, me and you know, sort of my personal awkwardness. So I'm definitely on team awkward girl. And I had a funny story. I sent an email to you a couple weeks ago, and you were so kind to respond back. And um, and a, and my birthday was last week, and in the mail. I got an awkward black girl T-shirt. Yay! Was, let me tell you, I was eight because I thought you had sent the T-shirt. So I was like running around being like,
1: oh, my God, he sent an aqua girl T-shirt. And one of my friends
4: was like, okay, clown, stop playing yourself. I sent the T-shirt because you keep talking about this girl all the
0: time. And I just wanted to know that I am a personal evangelist. I'll make sure that this is going to be huge. Whenever you decide to you know, flip over and go TV, you have a huge support group, not only at R&B, but we're getting the word out everywhere. So I just wanted to say we support you, and we really love what you're doing. Well, thank you so, so, so much, and happy belated birthday. I appreciate it. And, and if you want to send any more Awkward Girl paraphernalia, you absolutely can.
1: <laughs> I got
0: you. you. just should be you know, like, the,
1: <laughs> the first
2: one is free. You've got to pay for all the rest.
0: <laughs>
1: but
2: she said, "She said she like oh, loving basketball, done. not not minister society man. You you, you <laughs> got her on the on the drug de- the drug dealer methods of uh, awkward black girl t-shirts. That's crazy. It's <laughs> funny. So, each, so we let, let's get into some of the
3: characters because um, they they each are so I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I really, think. I mean, each of them are so dynamic. They, they, they stand out so much. Uh, no one gets lost." In the in the in the scripts, and you really look forward to, to seeing what each one of them is going to do next. Uh, but one who happens to stand out and speak the loudest (pun intended)
1: to <laughs> our <obviously> group
3: <laughs> is is soft voice Darius. So,
1: yeah.
3: now I want to ask you a two part question: One, how did you kind of come up with each character? And then, like, who is your favorite? If you had to pick one outside of yourself. Who is kind of like your favorite character? Uh, on the
0: show uh, The second one's so hard But I'll go to the first one um, Darius stems from just A lot of the characters just stem from pet peeves Like I always think about oh, Man what would I hate about a person Or what do I hate Or what can I stand And like with baby boys I just You know I can't <laughs> stand having to ask Someone to repeat Himself Like I just don't like I feel rude. I almost feel like I'm burdening them when they're talking, and you know you're, you're like, I'm sorry, what did you say? And they still speak in that same tone, and like, one more time, and then you're forced to pretend like you heard them because you're asking them too many times. So it's just like, mm-hmm, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. So that I just wanted a character that was just based on that experience, and Tristan, who plays uh, Darius, just got it. He nailed it. We we're just cracking up as at, uh, at, while we were shooting because he just he understood it. He
1: just understands those people.
2: Right. The happy, um, happy birthday was absolutely hilarious. I'm thinking about that when he, <laughs> <laughs> when he was the one that started singing happy birthday and everybody caught on later. Uh, I was dying. I'm cracking up thinking about it. Sorry about that. Sorry. To, sorry to interject, but I I, I, I can't stop laughing. But, uh, uh,
0: he's a fool. Um, but yeah, as far as favorite character, I mean, they switch every every week. Every time I see an episode, it's hard. Like I love Nina just because she gets the all the horrible lines, just the mean mean lines, and I wish I could play a mean girl. Um, mm-hmm. but, and then Patty, I don't know. It's just at a, it it, it uh, varies every week. Gotcha.
1: Cool. So
0: so then um. <clears throat>
2: So the next question, and Ladonna kind of alluded to it, because uh, because you know a lot of people enjoy your show uh, as it is, and and you know as soon as something you know the man gets a hold of it, <laughs> it can it can change. So you know what are your thoughts about that? Because I've heard about you know you having having a longer series coming up. I'm not sure how much of it is rumor or not, but you know what happens next, and you know how much creative control do you want to maintain over uh, this uh, this Brand that you've established
0: That's a great question and honestly I I want to maintain as much creative control as Possible and that's that's Just really important to me because I am scared About what the man (laughs) Will do to it just because of the History of what's on television Right now and the shows that networks tend to Choose for black people And they they tend to operate Under the, the assumption that we all like The same things we all find the same things Funny and I'm just I don't I don't want that. So the longer we can keep it on the web and build an audience and at the same time monetize the series, um, that's the most appealing deal for me. I'm not in a rush to be on TV just because I feel like the web is a place where we don't have to deal with, it, with that. We we have the creative control, and mm-hmm. we don't have to deal with anyone, you know, altering the vision. So mm-hmm. I, would, I would much rather stay online. Absolutely. we got a couple of questions coming from the Facebook group. Um
3: one question is how much of Jay is really you? Like is is it all you or like do you kind of is a character like how much of it is how awkward are you really, Issa?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm I'm pretty awkward. I have my moments. I have a lot of moments actually, but you know, I don't I don't I would say that Jay is more of an extension of me. She's just way more insecure and uh she's just She thinks too much about her interactions with people than I do. I used to be that way, like maybe in middle school, and I grew out of it. And a lot of the the interactions that I put in there and a lot of the – just the situations in general, I base off of my own middle school experience and I put it in an adult work environment. So I would like to think I'm not as bad as she is (laughs) anymore.
3: (laughs) Good stuff, good stuff. And another question on the music tip, uh, one of our listeners, uh saying the five guys, they have like five or six mixtapes. They wanna know when the double twin the double mint twins are gonna make a mixtape.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man. We're actually doing a an awkward black girl soundtrack and the double mint twins okay. will be featured prominently throughout. So it's coming, it's coming.
3: All right. Did you wanna grace us with any spoken word right now? I don't have uh, any problems. No. On okay. <laughs> I set the move, you know <laughs> we've well, we got about yeah, we got a, a few down. more minutes left i wanna i wanna um know Brian and I kind of discussed you know we we wanna help you grow your show as well, we wanna help uh, champion your brand and and really see this thing take off, and we had a great idea that um we wanted to run by you as a way to help you know grow and what you're doing and really accelerate your success, so we would think that perhaps you could write us into the next episode. Like you know, Jay come to the radio or something. I mean, I really think it will be good for you. Is the. Bro- is that a good idea? You
1: thought we could <laughs> That idea is amazing. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, but. of you guys are in, in Michigan, right?
3: I'm in right. Maryland. If you come yeah Thanksgiving, we can work it out. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, you know what? Let's let's talk after this. We have to Right. In, in the in That's the next
2: like. have your people call my people.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. And in the in, in our next idea was actually we call it the fifty cent strategy. And right. so basically we're thinking that you know you have your hip hop alter ego that you start a a hip hop rap Twitter beef with another Artist or famous person? So we are just wondering if you were to start a uh, a hip hop beef or a Twitter beef with with a famous person, who would it be to to to, uh, to get your brand out?
0: I mean, I, I, it would have to be Nicki Minaj. Like you always have to take down the, the person that's at the top, <laughs> I, don't other, I don't see any other like female rappers coming close to her, so she would be first on on the list. Absolutely, I cannot wait. That's a great idea. I, I accept that idea.
3: Well, hey, make sure, make sure you and your money team get tight. When you go and start coming out <laughs> beef, and We make it happen. We'll, we'll, we'll be okay. DJ Flex, DJ and we'll interview you and just yes. you know squash all
2: that. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then, then last really question them. because we again we want we want to we want to, um, we want to help you uh, in building this. How can our listeners help? I know you had a kickstart campaign. You had you know some fundraising uh, things that you were doing. What's the best way that we could we can support you?
0: Oh, um, well, we just finished um, putting up our donation page on on our website. So if you want to donate a dollar, whatever you have, that's really helpful. Or you can buy a T-shirt. That, that helps us in any way. So thanks for asking that.
3: Excellent. All right, any closing words, anything you want to say to our people?
0: Yeah, I just want to thank you guys so much. This is hilarious. You guys are hilarious. So thank you for having me on.
2: Hey, th- thanks for coming. And and, uh, and when you're in Ann Arbor, definitely look me up. You know, we can we could uh, do lunch or something if you have time. Cause we, we for really sure,
0: I hope you'll come to the, yeah. the talk.
2: Oh yeah, okay. okay. yeah, definitely will. You know,
1: yeah, If I can get off the look. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cool. Yeah, <laughs> I would awesome.
1: definitely be there. Thank
2: you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Wish thank you all. The
0: best. have a good all night.
3: Right, you. you. too. Yeah. Right, that was great. That was really fun. That was
2: that was good. That so, man, I I'll tell you what, I, I, you know, that was like a dream come true in a lot of ways because, uh, you know, we we like to look at and really understand what people in our group are interested in, and man, if if it hadn't been for that group, I don't know how long it would have been before uh, we actually we actually saw the Awkward Black Girl series. So that that was awesome, man. Yeah, for Definitely. Real. And,
3: for, I mean, we only saw it because it was posted in the Facebook groups. So it was like, hey we not done the group, you know, we probably still would have not have heard of it. So it's just amazing how things work. And uh, definitely, um, I'm, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm excited. So, But uh, we we the, the show doesn't stop right there. The show doesn't stop right there. We have another young lady who has been actually on hold the whole time listening to the show. So uh, definitely excited about bringing this next young lady onto the line who's also uh, working in the film industry, we'll you know find out. Let her get her done in Bradstreet as well. But Brian, why don't you go
2: ahead and tell us who's next coming on the line? Okay. Well, well, our next guest is is a, a good friend of mine, near and dear to my heart. Uh, just in terms of her background, uh, she's an NYU graduate in theater, film, uh, and drama. So. You know, she actually uh, is an actress for a living, and and went to school for that. Uh, it's not and wasn't a video girl, you know, or, uh, that wanted to take some acting classes. And uh, and she's, you know, she actually worked on the East Coast. She worked in uh, in New York in the Atlantic Theater Company uh, with uh, Dave Mamey and William H Macy. I don't know if people have seen Fargo or uh, or Jurassic Park Three. Uh, she was a she was a choreographer for Diana Ross and the Supreme, so I mean she does several things. She's been on T V spots such as Private Practice, the Event, um, and done done some uh some sketch comedy and some off Broadway stuff. So uh and what I like to tell people is that she was my crush from like age eight until twelve at least at Camp Tacona. Please welcome to the live this <laughs> Yvette Saunders. How are you, man? <laughs>
1: Hello.
4: <laughs> well, you brought a show on me, Brian. I had no
2: idea. <laughs> look, look. I, I, we 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 talked last night just to prep for the show, and I told her I'd have yeah. to bring out a couple things to um to surprise her. So that that was the first one. How are you today? Out, out in L.A. This is our second L.A. call. So yeah, that's, that's from right. L.A.
4: West Side, as they say. <laughs> um, it's kind of it's it's kind of hard to say. You know that what. I think in NRB you would say a squared, right, like, <laughs> something
1: like Look, that.
2: No, we're we're the we're we're the a deuce now. We we've upgraded oh, A-squared.
1: Okay. A, 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 a deuce, a deuce. Yeah. A
2: square is way too academic, so now we're a
1: deuce.
4: Okay. All right. Yes. A deuce.
1: Um,
4: but yes, I'm so glad to be a part of your show. I'm very happy for you, Brian, and nice to meet you, Ryan. Absolutely I'm
1: sorry about <laughs> Um,
4: it was fun listening so far and I think it's uh it's a it's a fantastic thing to, to have other artists um they're just doing their thing, you know, and showing how diverse uh you know, our experience is as African American artists. Um, you know, all races really, but um, you know, it's it's I hadn't heard of that show but I'm so down to watch it now. It sounds really really cool.
2: Yeah. We we enjoy it and I and I think you definitely will. And uh, and one reason that I wanted to um that I thought to to even, you know, contact Yvette on this is that, you know, this is actually Hollywood week for the Ryan and Bryan show. And yeah. what we what we wanted to do was to examine Hollywood um from a from some different uh angles and I know with you being a trained Thesbian that, um, that I you're <laughs> thank you. You are the one. yeah uh, yeah
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> someone who I, who I wanted to talk to about, you know, just a, just the state of uh, of Hollywood uh, right now, because you know, Issa brought up uh, a good point, or, or her story really um, highlights the fact that. A lot of us are doing new things to enter the industry, but at the same time, uh, you know, things are changing in the industry. I'll say often that, you know, when we grew up, it was hard to see black folks on television, and now you see us, but, you know, some people don't like the roles that we're playing or they think that we don't mm-hmm. get enough, enough uh Enough um, lead roles and that type of thing. So I wanted to kind of get your perspective because one thing I, I neglected to uh, to mention is that you were uh, in the in the play um, for Color Girls that was um, made into yeah. a, uh, a Tyler Perry movie long before <laughs> uh, it, it was a Tyler Perry movie. So yes. can you talk about the, the state of Hollywood? You know, maybe how how you feel Tyler fits into that, and just you know, are you seeing things change since you've been in the game for a while?
4: Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of change going on. I mean, and as uh, Issa was pointing out, with um, just the internet and all of the, the web series and, um, and and ways to to have creative control, that is definitely a step in the right direction. Um, but uh, I, I mean, I started out, you know, like you said, I, I wasn't a video girl necessarily to start. Um, but I, I, I was around all of that, um, as well and you know, everyone trying to jump into the game. I, I had a strong desire, um, early on, you know, through dance and, and singing back in Ann Arbor. Um and I would just go off by myself, um, to these like geeky, you know, small art house theaters there, um, and, and watch, you know, French films or, you know, with subtitles and I don't think anyone knew that. I don't think you knew that, Brian. <laughs> no, but I
1: had, I was, no, I had I
4: was, like, by myself, you know, just loving and absorbing all of just the culture and, and, and um, styles of, of different parts of the world. Um, and so that's what, you know, initially led me to really having a heart for um, for theater and film and just other cultures and how to, to bring that experience to, to all of us, you know, in the community. Um so when I when I went to New York, I you know I got accepted into NYU, and that was a huge deal for me. One of the first in my family to go to college, so you know that um, that was a big accomplishment in itself. Um, and there, I mean, they 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 train you in every aspect, whether it's voice, um, you know, movement, uh, you know, Shakespeare. You do it all there, um, and I had like the best time of my life. So you know, in that though, you know, in New York, you could plays, you can, you know, try out for, for film and indies and you, you pretty much um, if you're a good actor and you have the chops to do, you know, a, a good character, um, they were able to 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 look at you and say, hey, you know what, you don't necessarily look the type, but we can make you look like this particular character, you know. But I find in Hollywood, you really have to spoon feed uh, a, a lot of the industry people into, you know, convincing them that you are the type you know um you, you you can do the part um and i can just put my weave on or you know like just change up the clothes real quick and and and, and act um as, op- as opposed to it being like a reality show where i i guess these days are you know it's it's called acting now i guess um but uh, i have a different thoughts about that um but you know as far as it you know the characters that are out. Um I have been doing uh for colored girls um before the Tyler Perry movie and it's it's a play that is dear to my heart. Um because unfortunately I, I found that in the in the movie which I am really grateful actually that Tyler was able to even bring attention, you know, nationwide um to, to people that probably wouldn't even hear of it. Um but the the original playwright Sasaki she she was ahead of her time she was an Obie uh, uh award winner and in the 70s on Broadway for like an all black female cast and it was just unheard of so um really the play is about unity it's about um anyone that has struggled um and getting to the other side of the rainbow pretty much and surviving and and coming out um victorious with the support of your friends whether they're men or women um what I found a little different uh, in that in translating to the film um he had to he actually had to to add men in the film for it to make sense but um but it really in in the original play there are no men whatsoever um and in certain roles the the women act um some of the parts as men um and it's it's a play that you know talks about not only pain and abuse uh, abortion all sorts of uh struggles that you know women go through but it's it's funny and it's heartwarming and it's um it's courageous and uplifting so um i really encourage people if there's you know um you know someone doing the play in their town um to 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 run out and and watch it because it's 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 quite different from Movie. Um Let me ask, um, when
3: you were coming up and going through uh, school and getting the training that you were trying to achieve, and, and Brian and I are always, uh, you know, proponents of people chasing their dreams and going after uh, their purpose. Uh, uh, talk to us about if you ever face that um, the, the, the mantra, go get a real job, or you need to have a backup plan, or, you know, where your people always behind you and say, you know what, girl, you're going to be the one, you're going to get it. And right, then after that, kind of let us know: was there any kind of role that you just won't play?
1: That I
4: won't play, right?
1: Um.
4: Well, you know, I really, I really take um, each role like like it. For me, I feel at heart, I'm I'm really a teacher. You know, um, I'm interested in culture, and I'm interested in you know, you know, enlightening people in some way about an experience that you know a particular. Person has that they they would never even imagine or understand uh or that they go through on a day to day basis you know um and that's in my in my opinion is the true reality you know um of being able to, to to put these characters on um on screen or on stage um and living through that experience and hopefully you know planting a seed in someone's heart or mind you know about someone or a condition that they have that it would have never even thought of, um so that's really where I come from when I approach any any project. I want to also uplift um obviously the you know the image of uh, African Americans in the industry so um I know in the past you know it was such a struggle to to get positive you know role models and people out there to represent the vast uh you know uh, kinds of experiences that you know we have um as, as black folk. Um but um and it's it's not just struggle and hard times like I remember uh Issa pointed out, there are different um just like our skin colors, it's it's just vast, um, of what we can bring to the table. And um I think finally now, you know, people are, are starting to do that and um people are actually listening now. There's more started. opportunity for that.
2: So what about what about roles um so is there any particular role that you wouldn't play are you saying that you would you'd you'd have um, to find well, you know, I I it's
4: it's I think I try I I not necessarily I, I like to try things that are not necessarily comfortable for me. I don't want to do something that I know I can just do, you know, and just rest in. I want to do something that's a little challenging that's um Completely different from my my own personal experience if, if possible. Um, so so in in that case, I I don't know. I mean, each character is so different. So I can't really judge them.
1: You know. I don't know if we did this. You
3: what um what were some of the things that you uh, that you've been in? I, I don't know if um O'Brien kind of talked about some of the people that you uh, acted with. Uh, what are some of the roles that you played? People might say, oh yeah. No. I've seen
1: yeah,
4: I'm. I i i have been lucky enough to to be in all different sides of the industry because that's just me. I get bored. I love just putting my hands in all sides. Um, I was a choreographer for years, and that's what kind of brought me out to L.A. And and speaking of people that kind of pushed the envelope is Diana Ross, and she was actually um she was the reason I came to L.A. to to choreograph for her uh, Love Supreme tour, which I uh, you know I got to do the opera thing and you know have this amazing experience. Um, and she was the reason actually I I got into the entertainment field because, like, when I was, like, I'd say three, four years old, I saw The Wiz with my mom, (laughs) and I was looking Mm -hmm. at the screen, and I was like, I ought to do that stuff. (laughs) And so to actually meet her um, was just an out-of-body experience for me. Um, So I've I've done that. I've worked with her, um, you know, on, on television, I, I like a lot. I've worked with Tate um, you know, um, a lot of really talented um, actors that I did a web series as, as well. Um, it, it's also kind of like an office style called uh, Being Eddie Black, was a really, really talented actor, Casey Washington. He's, he's amazing. Um, um, who else? I mean, it's, depending on the show, it, it's, oh, and how, how can I forget, um, you know, on the the event, president of the United States. I mean, he's.
2: he's Wait, was that the one with Blair Underwood? And really, on it? And,
4: and really soft hands. He has the softest hands I've whoa, ever felt. Whoa whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa!
4: I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean when, I, when I shook his hand, when I shook his hand, it was okay. like so soft.
2: And this, and this I was like I felt this like is rough. Air. That's Blair Underwood. <laughs> that, you're talking about.
4: That would be. Blair Underwood, yes.
2: You know, I think I think that's because of the ultra perm. When he was putting the ultra perm in, in his hair, it's somehow I'm sure, of it.
3: and <laughs> <seven. laughs> uh, <laughs> <activated laughs> got cracks of his hands, <laughs> got them all soft and feeling good and stuff.
2: Right, you, were, you know, you know I that say. song you heard in the background. That was the, the Soul Glow theme song. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Like the (laughs) continuous
4: spraying, like for
3: hours. (laughs) I got to admit, I got excited when you said Casey Washington. I thought you said Carrie Washington. I thought
4: you asked for a number. Oh, actually, uh, no, I did. I did work on a pilot um, with her, which I believe is going to be coming out. Um, Yes, I worked on a pilot with Carrie Washington.
2: And then you you said, uh, what's what's my girl? Zoe Saldana, too, right?
4: Saldana! Zoe Saldana, I didn't work with her, but I remember back in the day in New York, uh, her and I would go up for, you know, we would see each other at auditions and stuff. So it's like, I'm so excited that she's doing her Angelina Jolie thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, yes, finally. You know, kind of like having a lead black female. But that also represents, you know, Latinas, um, you know, and showing the diversity of that. Like, you don't just have to look like Penelope Cruz or, you know, um, to to be Latina or, or Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you know, she is as well, and she she's a, a brown-skinned lady.
3: And right. I can understand that. It's really One thing a lot of people don't know about me is that I actually auditioned and made it to, like, the last round. For the first season of The Apprentice, and um, no, Omarosa ahead. was leaving. Yeah, she was leaving her audition. Omarosa was leaving her audition when I was walking into mine. So when I saw that she made the show, I was genuinely excited that she made the show. Like we were, you know, we were grinding together. We were in those auditions together, and then the first episode came, and I said, "Who is this girl?" So I just got upset about it after that. But I mean, I understand you being excited about you know being in that grind with people, and uh, definitely yeah. so. You, know, you and I kind of kindred souls in that in that sense. So <laughs> oh, but, it's,
4: it's, it's exciting. It's I mean, if you. If you like them, you know, and you know them, it's, like, you, it's like it's really great. I mean, one of my, uh, my peers at school at NYU is Brian Greenberg. He's on How to Make it in America. He's, you know, he's been on Prime with uh, Uma Thurman as her love interest. And, you know, he's really, he's gone to really good, le- you know, height, height in his career. Um, Michaela Collin that's on Bones, she's half Asian girl on there um, who is super sweet. And, you know, it's just... It's those things. It's like we all have the same training, you have the chops and it's just good to know that, you know, the people that you like and that work hard at what they do, you know, get that break that they need, you know? It's
1: just Yeah, definitely. definitely. Now
2: now Yvette one of the things that I love about you is just kinda your your outlook and, and the goals that you set for yourself. And I, I remember once upon a time we were talking about opening up a spa and you coming back and doing that and some different things. Yes. But uh, but what um so what's next for you? I mean,
4: I'm sorry, but black folks need healing.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they need, do, they need relax. They Healing massage and aromatherapy, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we don't.
4: We don't need. We don't need any more clothing lines. Okay. We don't need <laughs> any more like perfumes or clothes. We Got need you. to relax. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: well, what kind of uh, am, a lot of actors, they kind of go, you know, they have uh, bigger plans. They want to, you know, toy with being behind the camera. Is that something that you kind of see your career path taken? Uh, have you already, you know, played with that idea? I know you kind of said you did a few things, but is that something you see yourself doing? I know Regina King now is kind of getting into the director's oh, chair, and she's making a, a a lot of noise in a positive way with that. Uh, is that what you see yourself doing? or, or that, Oh, roles absolutely. Out yeah, you?
4: I mean, I I just I love being creative. I love the process. I love the intimacy of the process that it takes to work with actors or, you know, be an actor yourself and to, to try to be, you know, develop this character. Um, it's, I, I'd i love to put my hands in, in as many aspects as possible. I mean, I have tons of friends that are in, in the, um, uh, they're makeup artists or they're, um, um stylist, you know, to the stars, and and, and once upon a time, I'm like, okay, can I work on a job with you guys in between my job, (laughs) you know, so I've done that, you know, it's like you, you have to really know why you want to do this, because it's not, it's not an easy, it's not an easy goal, and you you can truly get discouraged, because so many times the the door is slammed in your face, and it's like, you're not right, you're not right, you know, people telling you why you're not right. Um, but you have to know in your own heart why you're doing what you're doing. You have to look in the mirror and say, okay, why am I here? You know, what do I want to contribute? And and it's okay if if you're not an artist. <laughs> I mean, it, I know it's very popular these days because everyone wants to be famous, you know, everyone wants to be put their face out there. And that's fine because everyone's fabulous, you know, it, but it's just, you know, if, if you are a manager of a restaurant, you know, and, you, and you're the best at what you do, it's like there's nothing wrong with that. Or if you're a doctor or you're a nurse, you, you help people. You have to know why you get up in the morning. And for me, I'm just a creative personality, a creative spirit. So whether it's dance or directing or acting, um, singing even, I just, I just want to, like, grab it all and just drink it up pretty much. So I but but right now my goals uh I, I just want to do my regular regular on a series, um particularly drama because it seems like I'm the go to girl for like trauma or like crying hysterically. <laughs>
1: um.
2: <laughs> Wait, what's the what's the lady's name that was in uh set it off that does all the crying and was in John Q
1: Elish? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, oh. yeah that that's that's her role. <laughs> uh,
4: okay, yes, yeah. I can relate. That's my fellow sister, you know, in here. My fellow sister, in here. right, right. Yeah, it's it's no, but it it's like it's it's a real. It, it's something that um you know, in my own experience of having tragedies, ups and downs in my own life, and loss and and pain, you know, and I still haven't really given up in my dreams. Um, it's it only adds to to your experience. Only aids you in, and 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 Creating a character. I mean, I I was lucky enough to get this really amazing short um, film in which I'm speaking for like 20 pages. Um, so it's like it's like 20 minutes of me just talking straight to the camera, and and I'm a person that has like um, uh, a disorder. I have like multiple personality disorder. So it's like I had to. It, it was really interesting to to. Say okay, how do I start this? <laughs> you know, like who is this girl and what's her background? And you you have to fill in the blanks. You have it's it's a it's a fun like it's a craft, but um but it's fun to it too. You know, you can be silly and do comedy and make fun of people, and you know it's it's right. it's, it's a wide range of experiences that you can can have. So
1: Perfect.
4: I highly recommend it.
2: And well well, you know, we thank you so much for being uh, on the show today. You know, if there's any way that we Oh, can, I'm so grateful. You you know that we definitely will and and for the record, if you'd called me to go to the independent film thing, you know, back in ninety, whatever, I would have gone.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't don't even act like I would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyway, thank you, you, you so much. You and your
4: brother, you and your brother. Oh my God, are you kidding yeah, me? And yeah, Camp, we all, Andy we all Camp? Go. oh my God, it was Ava. Oh, yeah, kidding? oh man,
2: yeah, that would have been, been, been off the chain. It would have been off the chain. So anyway, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you. So well, uh, my I
4: wish you much success, and I'm I'm very grateful to to be here and uh, speak with you guys. So, so much. All
2: right. Thanks a lot.
3: Thank
4: Just a last thing
3: you put that on your resume as well—that you were on the Ryan O'Brien show. So I
2: will. I will absolutely. All
4: right. Great. All right.
2: Thank you. you so much. Bye. All right.
3: <laughs> Man, I mean, you know, I, I just don't think people um, take serious enough the weight of our star power and how <laughs> how big our endorsements are for them. See, they think they're doing us a favor, All They're right. growing their careers, you know, and that's what gets missed in all of this. So I just don't want anyone to take that for
1: granted. So
2: I just, you know, want yeah. to make sure that they know. I notice, man. But I I'll tell you what, the um the really the the big thing that that I've I've gotten out of kind of you know, talking to people who are in the business is that, you know, it isn't it it isn't all glitz and glamour. And I think a lot of right. people right. jump into it and, you know, they, they they put a whole lot of money in, they put a lot of, you know, time, you know, off and on, but, but what what I'm finding with the people that we've talked to is that, you know, they, they find it and, and they, they, you know, look past the naysayers and they really focus on that area and uh, and and live out the dream. And I think one good thing that she said was that, you know, just understanding what you want to give to the world. If, you, if you're if you not famous, mm-hmm. if you don't become, you know, if you don't become the next Halle Berry, what is it in that that you want the world to, uh, to gain from you being a part of it? Because that's what keeps you going, so... So that that was great. It's always always good to talk to her. She, she's definitely a great person. Hey, those, those old crushes
3: die hard with you, huh?
2: Right. I was about to tell her the story about the crick. back when we was in the crick, I used to watch when you <laughs> – <Wow. laughs> That's funny. But, um, but yeah, so, so anyway.
3: Well, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Six, four, six. 652 two, six, we got about 10 minutes left. You want to call and talk to Ryan and Brian? Call in, talk to us, let us know, what you, uh, you know what's on your mind, ask us any questions, say what you want to say.
1: 646
3: six, six, two, two, six, I'm going to need some mouth-to-mouth in a second over here. Um, okay, don't don't look this hour, way. But not, not You didn't <laughs> that, no, I mean, really? <laughs> but, uh, you know, one thing, kind of segue into something. Um, uh Yvette had said it and then you kinda of brought it back up about the pursuit of fame and how you know so many people get caught up with that pursuit as opposed to the pursuit of quality uh whatever the product is that they're putting out. And I think that, you know, we see that so much uh in this society today, especially with the entertainment and the um the, the reality T V stuff, is that people just want to be famous. They don't they don't really care why. they just want people to know their name. They want to have some, some feeling of significance. You know, it kind of uh the subject to music now I'm going to give a little plug here Because there's two new young rappers That have come out this year uh, Big Sean and and, uh, What's his name? J. Cole Both of them have been these Big big promo You know, Big Sean is with Kanye J. Cole is with Jay-Z They both put their albums out And and uh, Big Sean's album is called Finally Famous Mm-hmm. And if you listen to his album, it's got nice tracks on it, but it's really just it's more of a party album, fun. He's talking about a lot of smoking weed, young stuff that really doesn't appeal to me. Then you have somebody like J. Cole, who equally young, who comes out with his album and he's talking about real issues. People are talking about you know that hip hop is dead, there's no really substance anymore. With this guy, I'm going to go ahead and stand behind his album and endorse what he's talking about because he's doing it different. You know, he's still you know street cred. You know, he's not corny with it. But this guy is talking about real issues in life and dealing with you know uh, teens and your know, pregnancy, uh, you know, boy should run up without a dad, you know, just that grind. And you know, his album is called uh, The Sideline Story. So you look at him as far as you know his life, living on the sidelines, watching everybody else play the game. And it just it's funny that they brought up the whole fame thing because even in those two titles of albums and the albums and the theme of the albums, you just see a big.
2: More substance in music, and I also understand the cyclical nature of a lot of things, just in life in general. And I hope you know, and, and I really, I have a feeling because you start to you start to kind of you know read the tea leaves or listen to what people are saying, and that there really is a hunger for something with more substance. And and, and that's another reason why you know I always push so hard on on um, on Christian rap, you know, I, because there's all these guys that are coming out, and it's like you know. Things get so hollywood that they that they get fake you know fame is is so fleeting and and it's fleeting because it it's a it's a it's a uh, mirage and um you know you have the you have the people that really talk about what's real in their life it doesn't really get old so you know i, I really think or, or i hope a lot of these uh these gospel artists you know artists like j cole i'll definitely pick up the album on, uh, album on your endorsement start to come back in in style because once upon a time man you didn't have to sound like everybody in the industry it was all about what you were right. saying and being unique and that and that's what made music so great when we were coming up I almost feel exactly. like my mom, you know, she talks about, about her era of music <laughs> and how great it was. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, you know, it really feels like that. So,
3: Yeah, I often wonder what are the, the kids today, what are they going to listen to when, they, when they're when they 20 years later talking about old school music? Like, are they still going to listen to what was old school for us, you know, for the 60s and 70s? And that's still going to be their old school music because the music that's being played right now, it, just, I don't see how that can even stand the test of time or anything like that. But um, we want to go ahead and... Uh, no, we're not. Oh, she pulled up. she pulled the Okie dokument. Just got beat that. So we're gonna go wait <laughs> ahead. <laughs> we're gonna wait a second. I know we got a call on the line, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, hold off on that for one second. We go back to that call. But uh definitely just just to clarify, face. I, I endorsed you listening to the album. I didn't say have to go buy the album. So I just okay, make sure yeah. that uh we we're clear on that. I didn't I just listened to the album, let's put it that way. I listened to the album. <laughs> right. So but, um, yeah, let's go ahead. We um, we have a call on the line. Let me go ahead and uh, – hello, call. are you there? Yeah, what's up, fellas? Uh, hello? hello? Hey, can you can all hear me? Can you speak? Who, who is this? Can you speak up? Hey, what's up? This is Darius. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he said this is Darius? <laughs>
2: now, what's going on, fellas? This is Chris.
1: Hey, Chris, oh, going
2: okay. <laughs> not too much How y'all doing tonight?
1: Doing well,
2: man, man. Doing well And yourself? But not bad Y'all know I'm doing the sacrifice for y'all Because I love y'all and everything But you know how shy I am So.
1: Right, right <laughs>
2: Absolutely
3: I know how hard it is to make a phone call So I definitely appreciate it <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, nah, i excellent show tonight. Um, Ryan, hope you feel better. Um, you guys definitely started striking in me um on the last um segment when you were talking about um real hip hop artists. I'm not gonna plug the floor in a chance if you think I would. Um definitely check out Big Um, I was checking out his music earlier. Um it's another person that's out there in the industry now that's um really doing some big things. Cool. Just, uh, yeah, yeah
3: just I, I was talking to one of my friends last night about it. He mentioned him as well, and I started laughing when he said his name. He didn't know why I was laughing. I was just like, "That darn Chris!" But uh, he was uh, pumping up the album as well, so definitely uh, I'd start checking that out, or just wait for you to post more videos in the group. <laughs> hey, I, I won't do
2: it. Won't do it. Right? Hey, I thought I thought you were about the pub lyrical masturbation or whatever the name of your <laughs> whole <own lyrical laughs> group was. Nah, that's in my like, former life, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a daddy now. Nah, I can't. I can't do that kind of stuff no more. Yeah, right. When you're a daddy, you do it even more. I know about it. I know what's
3: up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to
2: put
3: a sweet
2: sixteen for us? You got sixteen bars for it? <laughs> oh, dag! On the spot. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good.
1: Okay. okay. Hey, Brian, I, you
2: know what we should do, man? I wish you had the. I wish you had the track queued up because I'm. Because I'm, because I'm feeling I'm feeling a, a freestyle. Right now But you, you know it's, I, I'm I'm sure you don't have it It's all good It's all good We'll, we'll do that next time do Y'all want to hear Y'all want to hear us Do a, a freestyle I think we should do that Next time
3: That's what we'll do Tell me what track you want I'll put it up there and we'll do Lord. You know I got I do have skills And you know I I was sick this week But I've been getting some, some good reviews About the voice Maybe I'll come back With the sick voice Next week too you know, but uh
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so you, you know, you'll, you'll be you'll be Ja Rule for real. You come on uh, on Ja Rule, yeah. be like it's
1: murder. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we gotta to go. I gotta, gotta pre-
2: go pre- get pre- Den Den out the oven. So,
1: all right, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, Chris.
3: Chris always working getting that Den din ready. There That's it right is, me, man. So I, I like Short that. Idea, we can do that. Cause you used to have the group. What was y'all call it? Wakawana Blues or something like
2: that. Yeah, Lake Directly. Water lake water black oh, love lake water black love <laughs> hey well i tell you what man it is always a pleasure it, it i'm it, it was like a dream come true having isa ray on the show today you know we're going to continue to try to bring the the, the folks that people want to want to hear want to meet I, I mean that was something where i'm sure when when uh she first we first saw the video uh never even thought that we be talking to her so I'm looking forward to that I'm going to shoot some pictures when she comes to Michigan we'll, we'll do a, a Ryan and Brian show um, luncheon or something like that and uh, and check her out and, and get some feedback for the rest of the group so thank you all for your uh, your support as always we really appreciate it and, and
3: definitely there will be no show next week we move this show up specifically so we can get Issa Rae on so our next show will be the first Tuesday night of November and starting in November we have four shows to finish out this year, two in November, two in December. We're gonna start rolling out our new features and new segments, uh to kinda of test run them with you guys uh over the last two months and then uh January was going every week and we're gonna start really uh you know pumping this thing and going full scene ahead from that. So uh wanna thank you all for your support as always. Uh as always, Somebody support out evening,
1: I got
3: a dream share the show. Tell a friend about it. Let them know what Ryan and Brian's Somebody all about. What you got?
1: And you know that you got a dream, yeah, yeah, ooh. You can't let nobody tell you what you can you can't do. uh uh-huh.